you're listening to the Simply Digital Marketing Podcast, episode number nine. Hi there, Amy here and welcome to another episode of the Simply Digital Marketing Podcast. And thank you once again for listening today. This is the fifth session of the Business Growth Through Social Media Challenge. So if you haven't listened to podcast episodes five through to eight, make sure you catch up on those first. So in this episode, we are going to go through with you how to grab and keep attention on the busy newsfeed, which is step two in our five-step strategy. Take a second to consider what will stop your customer from scrolling. Take a guess as to what I'm going to say. And that's right, you've guessed it. A decent video or an image and enticing and engaging copy. Now, podcast episode four is all about copywriting, so I won't go into detail on this. So I highly recommend you listen to that to help you when you're writing your ads. But really, your biggest problem is to break through the noise. And we are all so distracted by our phones and everything that is on there. So how can you stand out on that busy newsfeed? Well, obviously, know who to target, which we've already covered. But then offer value. You want to stand out in a busy newsfeed. And think of Facebook newsfeed as a bit of a notice board. What's a way to stand out on a notice board? Well, the first thing is obvious. It's visually. So if you think about Facebook newsfeed for a second, it tends to be blue and white, right? So you make sure you pick colours that are a good contrast against the blue and white background. And for some reason, although I'll be honest, I don't know why, yellow images seem to be working really well for people right now. People dwell on them and eventually click through. Just on that, images and videos with emotion tend to have higher click-through rates as well. And that could be emotion showing someone happy, irritated, sad. It could literally be anything. The key is to tap into people's emotions with a moving image or video and use striking colours. You could even go black or white or up the contrast. Any editing you do to a picture or video will help you stand out. So obviously, don't over-edit and make it look like an Andy Warhol painting gone wrong. Now, you've grabbed their attention visually, so now it's time to think about the copy. Be upfront and honest about a great value-added offer. So if you're a makeup artist, you could offer a free how-to tutorial class online or if you're a salon, you could offer the first haircut at a 50% discount. Now we're coming into summer and personal trainers could offer a free PDF guide to get rid of the belly. A lot of MLM reps of companies love this strategy because they can't offer discounts. So what they tend to do is offer a cheat sheet or a guide of sorts. So for example, if you're an Arbonne consultant, you could offer a recipe guide or a healthy living cheat sheet, or maybe a makeup look from day to night if you're a unique presenter. Next, control the timing and ensure you go live with your post at a time when your audience is likely to be online. 
If it's a busy mum, it will probably be during nap time. Or if it's a city worker, it will be the train journey into work or the train journey home again. Post and launch the promotion at that time to make sure that you hit your customers not only as part of an ad, but organically as well, and you will start to see brilliant results from it. We have a strategy workbook that you can use with an awesome Facebook ad copywriting blueprint. If you just download it at www.thecrowdconverters.com forward slash episode nine. Use our blueprint on page two to help you figure out what to write, but obviously also check out episode four of the podcast to help you with enticing copy. The other really important thing here is to make sure you consider where you're placing your adverts. If it's on Instagram stories, make sure the ad looks right there. So make sure it's portrait. And if it's on the messenger platform, make sure it looks right there too. You would be better off creating a slightly different version for each placement to make sure that you get the best conversion rate in all these places. If you want to focus on one placement, that is a great idea, so long as your customer is there and you have deselected everything else. So how many times have you scrolled through the newsfeed and thought, how much you loved that image or felt a particular person or business had something that you really needed. Then the distractions kick in, the kids are crying or you get a phone call and then you forget about the business and the products altogether. Then weeks later or even hours later, you might remember you saw it in your newsfeed but you can't remember the name of the business and then when you keep scrolling, you've lost it, you can't find it and the business is long forgotten. We don't want that to happen to you. So if you're spending your hard-earned money, you want people to remember you, and you want them to stay top of mind. So in order to do that, you have to capture information, or at least retarget people with a secondary ad with the people that engaged in your first ad. And the only information you need at the moment in order to start the relationship is their first name and email address. So when you create a lead capture form or landing page in order to capture this data, remember, you only need first name and email address. Even though all of the other information might be great to have, it will be a barrier to entry if it takes too long for people to fill it in. So make sure it's super, super simple as possible for them. This way, you can email them to stay top of mind because guess what? They're going to get distracted. If they don't purchase immediately, and in reality, 98% of consumers are not going to purchase immediately upon seeing your advert for the very first time, so therefore, you've got to capture that information so you can start nurturing and building that relationship. And this leads us nicely on to step three. If you don't want to create an email collector form, you can create an auto messenger response. So if someone clicks on your ad, you can contact them via Facebook Messenger. But once you've created that relationship, it's so important to nurture it. 
So 85% of consumers in a store don't purchase on the first visit and 98% of online consumers don't purchase on a first visit. So we've got to follow up with people to stay top of mind, but also to build a meaningful relationship with them. Remember, consumers are looking for a personalised relationship with the businesses they're spending money with. They don't want it to be a kind of wham-bam, thank you ma'am kind of interaction. They want to know that you want the business and you are truly looking after them and you have them at the heart of what you're doing and you're going to provide them with the products or services that they so need. The nurturing and follow-up part of the sales funnel is going to help you close at a higher rate and make sure that you're top of mind and help build momentum for your business. You can retarget people who have seen and interacted with your previous adverts purely by selecting that option on your targeting. If you collected their email address, this is also great. So it means you can then deepen the relationship, sending out added value pieces of information. Make sure the communication is about them and not you or your business. Remember, address those pain points. So your homework for today is to create an advert which is reaching your potential audience. This is all about reach and brand awareness. However, you want people to engage with your ad, so make sure you select that targeting option first and link these customers through to a landing page, either on your website to collect their email data and send value added pieces of work that you have to create that sales funnel. We actually use MyKajabi, which is a sales funnel automation platform. And we think they're absolutely brilliant as you literally just set it up and you include the emails and you don't have to do anything else. It does absolutely everything for you. The next ad you're going to create is for the people that have engaged in your previous ad. These people just need reminding that you're there. So it could be the exact same advert again that they engaged with before or perhaps make your offer slightly more enticing to encourage them to give you their email address and take advantage of your value added offer. So think about targeting, placement, imagery, copy, and how you're going to start and nurture the relationship. This is the beginning of your sales funnel, so make sure you think about everything. In the next podcast, we go through how you can save money, not overspend, follow up with your potential clients and eventually close that sale. So don't forget to check that out to help you finalize your sales funnel. Until then, bye for now.